What's up, y'all? It's Christy. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rashana. And we are the 1000 Club. Hey, hey, hey. Run me to him back. <laughs> I'm getting good. I'm getting good. Okay. Y'all, 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 yes, y'all come on with it. My DJ services. Let me tell y'all this. What's joke your right DJ now. name? My DJ name. That's exactly what my joke was going to be. We're here. We're here. So, right, I used to be like, my DJ name is going to be DJ Roach, because that's my last name, right? It's going to be DJ Roach infesting your airways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boop, do, boom. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. That, listen, 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 listen. That was gonna be my DJ name. Um, it was unique. It's something that y'all are gonna remember. <laughs> that is true. And, you know, it's different. It's different. Um, I don't know what y'all want to call me now. Y'all can just say y'all <laughs> DJ Shawnee Sean. I don't know. DJ, please. No, y'all call me DJ Roach. All right, DJ Roach, if that's the the airways. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 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 well. Welcome to the club, the 1000 Club that is. We're here for another week, another episode, talking about Black history this week. Yes, yes. We thank y'all for rocking with us, all our VIP crew out there rocking with us every other Thursday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Anchor. So ladies, um, let's get to this little happy hour check-in real quick. Um, Christy, how you been? I've been really good. I just came back from Vegas yesterday, had a really good trip, Um, stayed out there three days. I guess like three, two full days. Um, And so did a lot of good eating. Um, We went to Wing Lee at the Wynn. And it is the first Chinese restaurant to receive a Michelin star in North America. So, you know, the food was on point. The service was impeccable. What is a Michelin star? So a Michelin star, Michelin, you know, like the Michelin tires, uh-huh. they have like a rating or system for restaurants that are supposed to be like top tier. And I may not be explaining this well. My husband is really into like Michelin star restaurants and good eats. So he's the one who introduced me to it. So Yay. these are supposed to be like the top of the top restaurants. There's a lot in Chicago. I think that's why he's so into them. Um, so he, all the restaurants we went we went to, he looked into them. Um, and so, yeah, the food, we had the Peking, Imperial Peking duck. The best freaking duck I have had in my life. It's so good. So good. <laughs> and like the experience was just like amazing. Like um, they came and put like a little stool for your bag for every lady or man that had a bag. Like they come and bring that to you. They give you like um, a little mini placemat to put your mask down. They're bringing out, you know, new silverware each time, each course. It's just impeccable. We had like, I felt like four different servers that like attended to our needs. 
so it was just an amazing experience. So if you ever go to Vegas, check them out. And then um, we went to Hell's Kitchen. So if you watch Gordon Ramsay's Hell Kitchen, mm-hmm. um, we went there to the Vegas location. Of course, it's at Caesar's Palace. And mm-hmm. some of the best food I've had in my <laughs> life. Okay. He was living yeah. through the world. Yes. Yeah, so I did not really watch Hell's Kitchen until okay. um, this season. Like my husband watches all of the shows like Master Chef and um, and he watches Hell's Kitchen. And so, yeah, the food was just, oh my gosh, we got the wine pairing. I never got a wine pairing before. And I just did not realize how much wine could bring out the flavor of food. I just feel so yeah. fat sitting here, like close to my what? eyes. <laughs> That's okay, because I saw you with it, and I was like, she's going to all of the nice restaurants, which is a great thing to do in Vegas. Yeah, let me tell you, this was, I had never had an experience like this before in Vegas. Well, this was only my second time going as an adult, Mm -hmm. and um, the last time I went, it was two years ago, and it was like a random, spontaneous trip. Like, literally, Mm -hmm. my friends and I planned this, like, over the span of, like, three days. We were like, let's go somewhere for 4th of July, and we landed on Vegas. So um, I had a very spontaneous time the last time I went to Vegas, but it wasn't centered around like dining or shopping mm-hmm. or any of that. Um, it was mainly like partying. And so mm-hmm. this time, just like really experiencing Vegas through food, I did not realize how good the yes. like restaurants are in Vegas. Um, so yeah, Hell's Kitchen was amazing. Um, if you go, definitely get the um, Beef Wellington. That mm-hmm. is like their top dish. That's what they're known for. Um, we did have the scallops, which were really good. I had the Caesar salad, like did not know a Caesar salad could be so amazing. Um, and yeah, so that was that. And then we also went to like some, oh, we went to Sedell's at the Bellagio for breakfast. Mm -hmm. That was really nice. It's so beautiful. Like just, just beautiful. The Bellagio was just like in itself. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. They do. Yeah. Yes, so we're actually do. talking about maybe going back because um, we didn't stay on the strip and I haven't stayed mm-hmm. on the strip since I was a kid or a teenager. So, um, yeah, we're planning on going back, do some shopping. I've never really done shopping in Vegas, but apparently that that's the thing. I, can, yeah. I cannot believe like literally how many multiples of stores they have like steps mm-hmm. from each other. Mm-hmm. So, um so yeah, so today we just got back yesterday. So I am exhausted uh, from all the walking, and yeah, I literally. How was the weather? The weather was pretty nice. I mean, it was like in the upper fifties, low sixties, so much better than Chicago weather. Um, and like, I just needed like a light jacket. So okay. I would definitely like if you're ever thinking about going to Vegas in the winter time, definitely go do it because the weather is, you know is not that bad it's bearable yeah oh and I just want to highlight you know in honor of black history month all black everything I have these earrings on from Adisa handcrafted that's a-d-i-s-a handcrafted it's my cousin Candace's line so yes I'm rocking that a woman entrepreneur that makes jewelry and other handcrafted items and I am wearing the lip bar the goddess um that's my favorite that's yes. what i have too mm-hmm. that's my favorite shout out to them is that that's not the 
the no i have the purple one that's not it doesn't look like that yeah, yeah no the is, goddess um, is like the this this the um the stick the or whatever shimmery. Like the shimmer gloss yeah. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite i wear that one a lot yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we love the lip bar over here yes, mm-hmm. yes. a very what ct um what have i been doing um i've been keeping up with my boxing kickboxing classes i actually i thought you was gonna say the kardashians <laughs> <laughs> my cake that thing um so I actually set a goal well two goals for my kickboxing journey um the first one is obviously to get stronger I will shout out when I first started I could not do a push-up I did 10 this morning okay yes yes Yes, you go um and then my second goal so my first goal is to get stronger my second goal is to be able to teach a class by the end of the year so I want to be an instructor Mm, okay Uh, Yes. So the lady who owns it, she was basically like, okay, so we're going to start this process. And I was like, wait, I said at the end of the year, not the end of the month. (laughs) Um, But it's been nice to, to really set those goals and stick to it. And then just use that as an outlet. So I'm super excited to see like in the next couple of months, what happens, how I'm feeling. Um, Kickboxing is like a full body workout. So you literally work out your entire body. <laughs> well, um, if you want to do some virtual classes and try it out okay. on us, you know, you can do that. Yes, yes. yes I'm going to have to do that. Um, they don't have any, they have one morning virtual class, but I will. That's a good idea. I'm going to put that on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I've been doing that. What else have I been doing? I've been working. I'm crazy. Uh, my birthday's coming up, so yeah. trying to figure out. This time last year, we were getting ready to oh, live yeah. it up in the city, and then the pandemic hit right after. So, um, was talking with Christy earlier about the getaway house. So I might be booking that for my birthday. We'll see. Stay tuned. Of course. Yay. Um, yeah. I don't really have much going on. Basketball season's about to be over, so my part-time job is about to be done. And yeah, that's all I got. Oh, I have a black um, owned business to highlight just since we're out. I was working on this earlier. It's called The Vibe Planner. Mm. They are on Instagram. They are black owned business. They do planners and notebooks. And this was, 40, I think it was $40 to get it. And it's a full one year planner. It has like affirmations. It has goal section. It has a journal section. So it was really, really cool. Shout out to them. Yes. yes. Wait, I just noticed. Do we all have turtlenecks on? Kind of. <laughs> Look at us being on the same page. We did not plan this at all. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Where's y'all from? Mine's a Target. Mine too. Okay. <laughs> oh, mine's is Marshalls. Okay. Oh, you know, some of us got to be one bougie in the group. Marshalls is not beautiful. Target, it is. <laughs> Like, it's my little yogi yoga top has a little zipper so i can make it oh no give us a little yes. what's this called yeah give us a little collarbone action you know. <laughs> <laughs> down and yes <laughs> yes wasn't for a few man walk around and be like hey y'all mm-hmm. yes a little collarbone yes my little yoga top that i love 
Awesome. What's up with you? I'm loving this um, scarf you have on. Yes. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with my Black-owned businesses. Um, this is The Rap Life. Shout out to Courtney. Mm. The Rap Life. This is one of their silk full wraps. Ooh, I like um, that. And yeah, I got this one and one of their, I guess, cotton or jersey material ones um, that is uh, chocolate. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is cool because there's a lot of days I just don't feel like doing my hair today is one of those days. So, you know, I just pop this on with some hoops. Shout out to my mom who like, she's really into, um, makeup, uh, similarly to me. <laughs> and so I was able to go on her jar and find this cute little lip. Yes. I like that. You it know like a I mean? ready, like red orange. It's actually an orange. Like okay. a coral orange like thing yeah but it's coming up here like whatever it is it's giving me life mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so a shout out to my mom for that and um also this necklace that y'all see that I wear all the time it actually is uh, my grandmother's name and my middle name is made by a black owned jewelry designer Gilcrest that's G-L-C-H-R-S-T on Instagram um she makes signature pieces nameplates, grills. Um, she's making me a custom ring. Uh, and this is a uh, 14 karat gold. So mm -hmm. support black jewelry mm -hmm. makers and designers. Um, what is new with me? So I got a yoga instructor, uh, mindful mashup, Monique, shout out to you. Uh, we've known each other since high school. And my goals are to maintain peace and clarity, uh, increase my strength as well. And I want to be able to do a split. Mm -hmm. So those are my goals <laughs> by the end yes. of the year. <laughs> you know, I need to be able to split to the middle, okay? Um, <laughs> that, has been, that has been exciting. Um, I've been really consistent with my From Brunch to Launch conversaries via Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. So thank you all for continuing to support that. If you haven't, join us one Sunday at 9.30 a.m. on Clubhouse. And if you don't have a Clubhouse, DM 1000 Club Life because I have a few invites. Um, and I'll invite you. Just don't be on no BS because Clubhouse will kick me out. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so there's that. Um, this week, uh, or two weeks ago, I'm not sure if we recorded on that day, but I had my biopsy. So you all remember when we first started this podcast, I was talking about my hair loss journey. So I had a biopsy this week. Um, I got the stitches out on Monday. Yeah. On Monday. And I officially have a CCCA, which is something, some, some, something alopecia. Okay. Mm. A bunch of C's. Um, and it's caused by a gene or a P3 gene, which pretty much I haven't looked it all up, but what it basically means is something about my hair growth is wrong. Um, so my body is causing inflammation because some, it's just, something's not right. So I'm going to be on some anti-inflammatory pills, um, how something, some sort of oil, <laughs> that reduces inflammation. It's a minor steroid. And um, 
there's something else as well. So that's what I'm using with my dermatologist. And then um, I'll be getting some blood work because it's important for me to be able to see what my blood levels are because I'm all about holistic uh, remedies and care mm -hmm. as well. So watching my eating and continuing to exercise that increases blood flow. So that also helps the hair. Um, and yeah, it looks like there's some follicles that can be saved. There's definitely some follicles that cannot be saved. Um, but I'm just thankful that I still have a lot of hair on my head <laughs> and it's not noticeable. Oh, I also have traction alopecia. So for y'all that like love to wear the weaves and the braids and I didn't even wear braids and never really had a weave a lot, but just be careful when you're like putting your hair in ponytails and you know, you want to like pull your hair super tight and slick down your edges and all of that um, because that causes traction and you know, it will pull out the follicle. So with that, there are, there's mm -hmm. some places that it will grow back but there's also some places where it's just it's done deal it's done mm -hmm. done done so <laughs> so yeah so um yeah just protect your crown ladies um mm -hmm. and yeah some things you can prevent can prevent some things you can't um and definitely what I would say in this journey is um you got to really know your hair you know I know there's a lot of women who are going natural women who um, aren't natural and they, you know, you might go to like, for me, I used to go to my stylist like every other week and things like that. Um, but it's important for you to also know your hair and really check around so that you can identify when you are seeing things. Um, for me, I was able to catch it early. I probably could have caught it earlier if I didn't think it was an allergy to like cankalon hair. Um, <laughs> so, just think about just just you know when when your scalp is itching a little more and stuff like that you know you definitely want to try to go see somebody to to help with that as soon as possible so that's an update there um and as you can see I'm somewhere different I feel like I'm all, I'm here like where is Carmen San Diego like <laughs> Where is stay lit? Um, I'm here at my mom's in Boston. So I'm really excited about that. Shout out to my mom. She celebrated her birthday a couple of days ago. Oh, happy birthday. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we've been watching Wendy Williams. So we watched the Wendy Williams movie. Did y'all see that? I did. What did you think about it? Um, so I didn't really know the movie and then the so like after the, the um, I thought, you know, I don't expect much from Lifetime movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that it was interesting. I didn't really know that much about Wendy Williams, except for like, she was a radio DJ in New York. I did not know that she worked in Philadelphia. I mean, so it was oh, wow. a lot of things that I have learned about her life. Mm -hmm. Um, it was okay. And like I said, it was interesting. It drew me in. I watched the whole movie. And then I did watch like her after, I don't know if that's a documentary or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. It really made me feel for her. Um, of course, she's controlling the narrative with all of this, but mm -hmm. it, it was sad. I felt, I, I really felt for her. She just has so much hurt inside of her. It was very hard to watch her, you know, sit down and just be just 
raw and real and crying and you could tell there's a lot of hurt there and I don't know how Mm -hmm. long ago she did it but I mean I appreciate her for telling her side of the story and sharing her story yeah I um I've always loved Wendy um and I was introduced to Wendy actually um by someone who I call my brother who is from Delaware and when I went to um when I went to visit him, Wendy Williams was on. <laughs> and so he actually introduced me to Wendy Williams probably back in like 2008, 2007, something like that. And, um, you know, she always had the, how you doing? But when the callers used to call up, when she said, how you doing? You were supposed to say, all right. Um, and I was like, who is this lady, you know? <laughs> and then I think he gave me her book. Or he let me borrow it or something like that. Um, so she wrote like a autobiography um, some time ago. And reading that when I learned about, you know, her addiction to cocaine and her miscarriages and stuff, I just have always remembered her just as being someone who was like extremely resilient. Mm-hmm. And so while, well, number one, I'm also interested in what she talks about too, because I like, I'm a people watcher. So I love the idea of knowing like what people are thinking, watching them, trying to figure out what their next move is. So I love how she covers that. But also, regardless of what you think about her dishing and doing her hot topics thing, like she's a woman that has always been bold and has like been strong and has gotten everything, you know, maybe not the the fairy tale love story, but you know, in terms of her career, you can't take her trailblazing mm-hmm. um, accomplishments like away from her at all. Mm-hmm. You know, that woman has worked hard, has brought something to the game that no one was doing, especially no woman, you know, at that time. And so I give her, I give her so many props, you know, mm-hmm. um, for being that. And I'm, I love her. So it is what it is. You know, I think in person she was scammy, but um, I love her. Uh, <laughs> so um, the other thing that I saw on the internet uh, today was there was a conversation about FaceTime and I immediately thought of y'all and it was um, on The Real. Did y'all see it? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay. So Garcelle and Lonnie were having a conversation. Lonnie basically says to Garcelle like, you know, you FaceTime me the other day and I answered, but just so you know, don't ever FaceTime me without, you know, giving me a heads up ever again. Don't do that again. And so Lonnie's like, you know, you don't have to worry about me doing it again. You know, I just did it that time because you were sick and I was trying to check on you or whatever. And it became like a conversation. So I wanted to ask you ladies, um, what y'all think? Like, do do you have to give a heads up to FaceTime? Like, I feel like me personally, um, there are very, very few in specific people that can FaceTime me whenever and I won't have a problem. I'll answer the phone. Um, very, very, very few, like on one hand <laughs> can count mm-hmm. how many people can do that. Um, I also... I feel like if you, I don't know. Okay, let me process this. So like I said, there's a very few people, but I do feel like 
if we're not close enough to where I know that you like to FaceTime, I would like a heads up or like a, or maybe like a, Hey, is it cool if I FaceTime you right now? Like at least maybe ask and be like, is it okay if I FaceTime you right now? Cause you don't know what I'm doing. Like, and it's like, Oh, you can, you just, you can FaceTime me whenever you ain't, you ain't on that level. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, but y'all know I'm a FaceTime person. But there's time, like, it's, I feel like it's a phone call. Do I have to give you a heads up that I'm going to call you? Like, if I FaceTime you and you don't want to talk to me or you're doing something, mm-hmm. just ignore it. Yeah, I think I like, look at it <laughs> now as it's just, like, just like a regular phone call. So I'm going to treat it the same way. Like, if right. I can't answer, then I'm not going to answer. Um, exactly. but that's whether it's FaceTime or phone call. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, there are times that, like, maybe I can talk and I can't like hold the phone up and talk to you on FaceTime and I would just say that like I would just be like oh I can't FaceTime right now like I'll call you or whatever but I'm good for ignoring and sending someone the audio yeah I definitely am because usually like it depends usually like when I do get FaceTimes or calls it is at a time where I'm not able to talk so I just don't answer it and I'll say oh I'll call you later or whatever but I mean I don't have it but in like in that situation if I was sick and you knew I was sick I don't I don't think I would want to be on FaceTime um mm-hmm. just because of like the condition that I might be in like I'm probably in bed you know what I'm saying totally that's good to know Christy because I feel like if you were sick and I knew you were sick I would want to FaceTime you because I want to see you like I want to I want to get a good look at you you know to make sure like you're okay so that's good to know I'm gonna just that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because if you're sick, like, I feel like you would be resting, right? And so I feel like, yeah, I can answer the call and you ask me how I'm doing. I'd be like, oh, you know, whatever. And that's that. But like, I don't necessarily, like I said, want to have to answer the phone and I'm holding it up and, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, if you FaceTime me, I might answer it. You're going to be looking at the ceiling. Like, but I feel like when you're sick, it's okay. Like, I wouldn't be upset if someone FaceTime me. No, I'm not be upset. Because like, it's like, oh, you want to see how I look, how I feel. But I also, unlike you, unlike you ladies, I feel like a phone call and a FaceTime call are two different levels of calling. Why? I used to think that. <laughs> yeah, why? I'm asking y'all why. What's well, so special about the FaceTime? I feel like when it's FaceTime, like, I got to... Okay, this this might be shady, but I feel like I have to be more attentive when it's FaceTime because I gotta look at you. Like you're calling. No, you don't. Because when you FaceTime me, you surely have me looking at the ceiling or or some issues. we've gotten to the point where we can sit on FaceTime and no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. (laughs) But I feel like if you FaceTime me, like you want to see me or like we want to have a face-to-face conversation I feel like on the phone it's different I don't know I just I still feel like there's a a different level to the FaceTime and phone call I used to think that yeah I think like, I, I think. it's a privilege to be able to FaceTime okay. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are bougie y'all are bougie my thing mainly is, more so like when I was dating like only yeah. certain people could FaceTime me but um with my friends it wasn't like that it was more so like with guys like you got to have like special access for me to be sitting on the phone FaceTiming, you know what I'm saying? Or you FaceTiming me. But you're also not a phone person. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. So that's why I like the FaceTime because I feel like 
especially now, you know what I mean? It's like, I can't, we can't just get up and go out and stuff like that. Um, but I'm also the person that will have you on FaceTime looking at the ceiling fan. Um, I'm good for that. Like, I'm good for talking to you, like saying, hey, or wanting to show you something. Like, I do that to Courtney all the time. Like, I FaceTime her because I want to show her something. But after I show it to her, the phone just sits down and it just becomes like a regular conversation. Like, we're mm-hmm. not like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's just like a conversation but when we're if I'm dating someone the only reason why I want to heads up when we're dating is because you know I need to throw this rap on real quick you know <laughs> right <laughs> so you know I need to throw a lip on or something like so so I think for me the heads up is really probably for someone that I'm not super comfortable with or my family knows and friends know that I don't wear clothes rarely ever. You know what I mean? So half the time on these Zooms, like I'm all good at the top and on the bottom, it is what it is. So that being said, like when you FaceTime me, especially in the morning, chances are I don't have nothing on. So, you know, those moments, it's like, I need a second (laughs) to put a shirt on or something. So I'm FaceTime appropriate. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> but now with iPhone, like I've noticed even when you're on FaceTime, you can get off the camera and you can, people can still see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I have to be careful about because before it used to pause, but now they can still see you. And they have definitely been times where I forget that it's not paused. And luckily it's people I'm close to, you know, they, you know, yes. That actually happened to me on a team <laughs> at work it was for work too and it was last summer and I had some interns and then I had like a co-supervisor and um I didn't realize that the camera wasn't off or something and I'm like they're lotioning (laughs) and and she was (laughs) she was like you can't resort you can't you can't oh my gosh (laughs) and I'm in a towel you know what I mean I was about to woof (laughs) you know but thank god that happened you know what I mean but um but yeah yeah I don't I was just wondering what y'all thought because I'm definitely like a I'm I'm, it depends it depends it definitely depends but I'm just if I don't feel like FaceTime and I'm I'll just decline Mm -hmm. yeah I'll call you back later and when I call you back it doesn't mean I'm gonna FaceTime you back either right I might actually just call you back or I might send you a text and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, because right. people like talking. Yeah. I don't think for me, like, I like for people to have something to talk about when they call me. Not just like, mm. oh, hey, girl, what's, what's up? Oh, yeah, what you do yesterday? Like, uh, it depends. Like, we haven't talked in a while. We catch it up. That's what thing. But if we just talked to each other le- yesterday or two days ago, we ain't nothing new happened. I just don't like sitting on the phone not talking about anything. So I do that every day with Courtney. <laughs> but so, y'all are like besties. I can see that. Yes, but during so during during the pandemic, like Courtney and I would call each other around like <laughs> 10 a.m. every day because we both work from home. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we're each other's coworker. And we'll call and originally we would call and like actually talk about like what we're doing today. So it would be like your cube mate right mm-hmm. but now sometimes we just be calling and like I said the phone just be sitting there sometimes we're saying stuff sometimes we're not like <laughs> <laughs> see I'll do that with my husband minutes 
it'll go 20 minutes. Nobody said anything. And then she'll come out and be like, yeah, so blah, 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 blah. And we'll just. <laughs> I can see that. I do that with my husband. But like, if we're not, if I'm like visiting my parents, we'll be like on FaceTime. And we always FaceTime each other. I was going to say, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Your husband FaceTime when you always FaceTime you every day. Mm-hmm. When y'all would, yeah, his face would FaceTime all yeah. the time. So that took me a while to get used to, but we definitely would be on FaceTime, like not saying nothing to each other. And I'll just be like, oh. I remember I was in the car with my mom and um, we were talking and then it just like went silent. And my mom was like, you still on the phone? I was like, yeah. And she was like, is y'all not saying anything? I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, so, yeah. but if it's like one of my friends, I'm like, girl, mm-mm. We'll talk to that later. <laughs> hey, that lets you know that your husband is, is your person. Yeah. yeah yes, yeah. he is your person. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely your person. Um, speaking of persons, I also wanted to ask y'all, have y'all read about um this girl on Facebook? Her name is um Ty Travel. She's at Trips with Ty on Instagram. And she, on Valentine's Day, made a post about all of her booze in every city in the world, you know, that she's visited. Oh, I think I saw something real quick about that. Yes. So um, I actually really love the post. Um, So I'm just going to read a couple of them just to catch y'all up and then we can talk. So her first, this, this, I'm going to read, I'm going to do her top five. This one is to the Nigerian I met in Ghana. We were stuck at the hip. He never left my side. He was sweet, attentive, and I really enjoyed his company. He pretty much has everything I want in a man. And that's why he's first with his sexy ass. Then there's India Bay. Picked me up from the airport with my favorite flowers. We had a great time. He was incredibly chivalrous and even let my friend tag along on our date. I kind of didn't want to leave him. So he's number two. Then this was only a date, but we had a blast enjoying Shanghai together. He's guy and he's British, sexy ass accent. I was like, let me find him. Uh, (laughs) Then went to Brazil with my Dominican ex and him and my homegirl was on some sneaky shit. LOL, never bringing sand to the beach ever again. We still together forever, LOL, for why reminds. And I think this is number five. Steve took amazing care of me. He took me to the Voodoo Festival in Benin. I met him at a house party in Togo. Later found out he owns the house. He won me over with African bravado, American snacks, Oreos, and endless bottles of Patron. I never left his crib after the party. Was on some, hey, this house is pretty big. Can I stay here with you? And I became his little puppy and followed him everywhere he let me. He is Togolese American. And then there's the next guy who I'm not going to go through, but because that's a story that everyone apparently grew to love. Um, They met in Tanzania. It was just like one and popping. And yeah. So ladies, um, what y'all think? I'm here for it. Yeah, I love it. Yes. And I was also sitting there thinking like, why the hell I didn't think to do that? I'm like, you know what? I have not been living. Like, yes, I'm here for what's her name? Ty, I live your life, Ty. Yes, go for yes. it. Sis. I, I loved it. I was just like, and, but you know what? I love that she was so bold 
to like post them all. Mm-hmm. You know, like give like give a tribute to each and every one of them. And I know that um, it's crazy because in a time when we have like Lil Boosie criticizing Lori Harvey for what, maybe like five people that we know that she's dated. You know what I mean? Here's this woman posting. It's at least 10, 10, 10 people, y'all. You know what I mean? And two of them are women. And I just like that she gives them credit for whatever they brought to her life then. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that we don't take enough time to think about um, when we meet people for however long what they say, like reason or a season or a lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, like what they bring to our lives then. So my thing is, as long as she's safe, I just love that she is living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Living at life. Yes, 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 yes. I actually wanted to give her a Black History Award. Um, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, she is black. Yes, I have never seen that. Do it for the girl. Yes, yes, yes. You know, we can't sing too much because YouTube will um will cut us off. Uh we do not own the rights to any music that we sing. Just so y'all know. Um, but yeah, so speaking of black history um this is black history month this is our final episode right for black history month right yeah so we wanted to shout out the ladies doing their thing living their best life however they are living them um but i want to start at the source so a little differently than you know the traditional um tributes to famous i would say black women but I want to talk about the Black women in y'all's lives, starting with your mamas. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So um, how have your mama shaped the woman that you are today and the legacy that you are building for your life? Mm-hmm. Y'all want me to go first? Yeah, it is. Yeah, go uh, ahead. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I made a question on the spot. Um, but, <laughs> but but I have been thinking about it lately. So um, so I am an entrepreneur. I talk about this on the podcast. Um, and my business is Vocal Action LLC. And action stands for attaining community through improving our networks. And one of the things that the data says about me, shout out to Strength Finders, Um, and that I truly believe in myself is that I'm a connector. And so that is the premise of my business. It's really about connecting people to resources, connecting them to other people. Um, I'm just the ultimate plug, you know, to help them achieve dreams and goals that will positively impact Black people and communities globally. And when recently I was thinking about like, why are you doing all this, right? (laughs) And I thought about it and I was like, I really, it's really something I'm passionate about. Um, It's something I'm good at and it's my way of contributing. And it's also like, what's gonna be my legacy? You know, like this, this is, this is me um, in professional form, I guess. 
And when I think about me being a connector, a lot of that comes from my mom. You know, my mom put me in a lot of programs growing up. Um, so I was, cause you know, I was the only child um, or not, not an only child. I do have an older sister, but she's significantly older. Um, so like I was the only child in my household and um, she put me in a lot of programs. I was always meeting other people. My mom is a trip planner. She always was planning vacations, bus trips. I mean, to the beach, to the zoo. Like she is planner extraordinaire parties, um, which is where I get that planning spirit, which is where United Family Organization comes from. Um, and so I would say that that's probably, you know, that's definitely like where I learned that skill um, and why it's a part of my legacy and why I'm so passionate about it because it's literally something that was passed down. You know, it was like a talent or skill um, that was passed down and nurtured. Um, my love for family definitely comes from my mom. My mom is the, the connector for our family too. So yeah, so that's going to be my legacy is that, you know, someone is going to be able to say like, the community is better in some way because of vocal action, because of United Family Organization, because of the Pink Toolkit, because of Rashana Roach hyphen, you know, I'm waiting. I was waiting. I was like, hyphen what? I thought where you were going with it. You know what I mean? I had to leave y'all. I had to leave y'all on, on a cliffhanger yes. to be continued. Okay? It's on its way. We're going to okay. find out the answer to that soon. Receive it. Receive it. <laughs> the truth is um, <laughs> options been few. <laughs> But where are you? Yes. <laughs> what about y'all? Um, I think for my mother, um, you know, when I think about her, I just think about how she's a very strong leader. So um, my mom has um, been leader of a lot of different church organizations mm. um and just growing up I saw her in those different roles um so she was she's a church usher um and for, that's how you know we've talked about it before Rashana and I know each other from a national church ushers organization and so I grew up being very active on the national regional and local level of this organization yes. And my mother has held lots of um, leadership positions at all of those levels and even within her local church. So I grew up seeing that in my mother. Um, and so just a lot of the skills, organizational skills, leadership skills, I felt like I've learned from watching my mother and by her also bringing me in and being in those organizations as well. Um, and so to this day, I still see people call upon her and get her, you know, advice or expertise when it comes to ushering or other things related to the church. For example, right, right now, she's led a committee for the reopening of her church. And so, you know, she's, you know, she 
that's not anything that she's done before because we haven't had a pandemic like this before, but right. she's able to like bring together the necessary expertise and people in order to execute those type of plans. And I feel like um, just seeing her do that throughout my life that mm-hmm. I translate in that to like the yes. positions that I've held, the leadership positions that I've held, or even with work, just, you know, leading certain projects and things like that. Um, also just a little fun fact, my mom was a contract specialist for a federal government agency, and that's what oh, I now I do. Yeah. So I ended up being in the same profession as my mother. Um, did not plan it that way. I just fell into it. Um, but also, I also grew up just seeing my mom like give back and volunteer. Um, so I was in Girl Scouts. I started as a brownie. And then when I got to juniors, my mom became an assistant leader. And then eventually she became the troop leader. And even once I like graduated high school, went off to college, she still was a Girl Scout leader. And just to see her in that role, to be that role model, not just, you know, for her own daughter, but for other um, young girls was just very inspiring. The fact that like she started this because her daughter was involved in it, but she kept going even after I left. And so just to see her, I remember, I think I was in college and I was home on a break and I had attended one of her troop meetings. And I remember um, there was a young girl girl in the troop that was autistic I think she had just started to speak she had just started to be like verbal and so I don't think my mom had ever dealt with you know a a autistic child before but the fact that she you know was able to bring her in like you know I think there was some a lot of the other girls probably didn't understand it and I think the way that my mom like helped like was able to incorporate her into activities and to learn whatever she needed to do to make her feel welcome. I just really admired that. Like my mom's kindness, like her giving spirit, I really admired. And so um, I think just in watching that, that's what I strive to be. I strive to be kind. Um, I try strive to, you know, give back um, and volunteer in different ways. I don't feel like I've done that so much lately um, since I haven't been involved in certain organizations. So that's something that I want to get back into. I have thought about maybe becoming like a Girl Scout troop leader, but um, if not that, just, you know, being in some type of mentorship role to young girls. Um, and so that's, like I said, that's what I really admired about my mom. And I think as far as like what I want my legacy to be, is just, um, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be a biological parent, but being that parent to other, um, children, you know, being that parental figure to other children, Mm -hmm. um, in some type of way, like I feel like she was to, um, the girls in her Girl Scout troop, or she worked with like the youth with the ushers, you know, being that in that way. So, yeah. 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 I can definitely see where you get a lot of, a lot of that from, um, from your mom. Christy is definitely like, this is a person you can ask her anything and she doesn't know. She knows somebody who's going to, who knows, and, um, she's going to connect to you. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know your mom was a contract specialist. Did she get to travel like you too? As she well, did. Or? Like domestically, she got to travel. So mm-hmm. I remember one trip. She she worked for the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, so mm-hmm. she did a lot of like um, contracts for the acquisition of like boats and mm-hmm. 
I just mainly remember boats, but I know she bought other things. But I remember we went to, she had to go to Florida, Orlando, and my, my dad and I tagged along. Um, and so, yeah, I remember her, her doing that. I remember like one of the boats that they bought, they ended up naming it after her. I remember seeing a picture. So she used to do a lot of trips like in the U.S. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. That is. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Um, so this, I had a mother-daughter Zoom giving, Friendsgiving last year. And um, a lot of the questions that me and my mom, we planned it together, we thought through, kind of came from our relationship. Um, and we have like a mother-friend relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're mother and daughter, but we're actually friends. Um, and one of the things I would say my, I definitely inherited from my mom is the, um, empowering, like the empowerment, empowering strength that I have, like Mm -hmm. always supporting and uplifting, always that person who's going to care, who's going to feel all the feels, um, who's always going to support. But also I get the sharing my story for others from my mom. And while my mom doesn't do it publicly, like the work that she does really comes from her using her experience to help others. Um, So my mom works at a shelter for women who have been um, in domestic violence relationships. So she definitely, while that has been part of her story, she doesn't like share publicly about it often, but she definitely pours into other people through her experience and and what she's been through. So I definitely get that from my mom, just with the stepping into she and sharing and being open about that. Um, and I would also say the strength that my mom has shown throughout her life has really been able to, to empower me to be stronger, to persevere through a lot of things. And I think she got that from my grandmother. <laughs> so clearly it was passed down, but I would definitely, definitely say my mom is the reason why I am caring, supportive, I am empowering, I am uplifting of everyone around me because my mother is that person. Like you can call her and she will hype you up (laughs) and she will pour into you as much as she can to make sure that you're doing good. But also she'll sit there and listen and she'll process things with you and she'll talk through life with you and she'll give you advice and support. Um, So I would definitely say that. And similarly to Christy's mom, my mom was um, a Girl Scout leader as well. I was in Girl Scouts for a long time. <laughs> I hated it though, but it's okay. Really? <laughs> um, but my mom also got her um, bachelor's degree in pol- criminal justice policy. So we both also share that that love for justice policy as well. Um, so yeah, I would say my mom definitely is that. We are sister, we are mother daughter friends that really support and, and uplift each other. Oh, yeah. that's mm. so cute. Um, the next question is a, an imaginary thing. So let's say it's 20 years from now, you're getting an award. It can be any award um, that's out there now though, right? but it doesn't have to be like, if you want to say I'm getting an Academy Award for, that's fine, you know? Uh, (laughs) So you're getting an award. What is the award? 
what is it for? And who are you thanking? <laughs> I go first. My dream award has always been, I got to Google it, okay? Because I just want to make sure it's the right, <laughs> it's the right award. Um, I want to say it's a um, trumpet award, right? That's not a, yes, right, good. I just want to make sure it wasn't the gospel one. Um, I mean, you know, not that I wouldn't get a gospel, but I think that's the devil award, right? Gospel of the Devil Awards, but um, yeah, I've always wanted a trumpet award because growing up, I always, and I still watch the trumpet awards and the trumpet awards are awards that are given to black people for achievements that they, um, for their achievements for giving back to the black community. And I always saw myself on that stage like that that that's that's like my ultimate award even more than like a I don't know medal of freedom or um nobel peace prize which you know yes I would love to have those awards as well but the most significant one for me would be that trumpet um that trumpet award uh and who I'm thanking I'm thanking God of course I'm thanking my family. Um, that includes my grandmother. And I'm thanking my community. Okay, now I gotta look up for my yeah, I'm still thinking of looking up. But one, okay, so I think I had to um, think of an award. I would say something like a glamour award. Okay. Or or like a, like a Remarkable Woman or Women's World Award or something like that. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think if I know one of those, but go ahead. Um, I know the Glamour Awards is a thing. Yeah, the Glamour Award. Or you could also do um, Essence Magazine does the Women and Something. Yes, yes, yes. Women yes. Hollywood Awards. Yes. Yes, I would. I would. I think one of those awards is something that mm -hmm. I would like mostly because, like I said, like my thing is women's empowerment, creating mm -hmm. global change for women um, based on, you know, gender issues, the intersection of gender and race um, and really just creating programs and projects that support and uplift women. Um, so that is really the award that I would like to get. So I'm going to have to, you know, research the Glamour and the Essence Award to make sure that they fall in line. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's my thing. So I would definitely want that for, for, for creating change for women. Um, who am I thanking? Um, I'm thanking God. Amen. Okay. Because without God, we are nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thanking my mother, obviously, um, I would be thanking my grandmother. Um, I'll be thanking my husband. <laughs> yes. my husband. And um, I would also thank the women that paved the way for me to do what I have been doing to, to be able to create change. The women who share their stories and their lives for change. Um, those would be the, the people that I'd be thanking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So the first thing that came to mind was like the Black Girls Rock Awards. Ooh. Um, and I was looking at the different categories they have, and I don't necessarily know. <laughs> They're gonna have to create some more categories. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm not fit into it. Um because the one I was looking at was a community change agent, but I don't necessarily think that that's where I want to fall in. Um, I don't know whether it would be kind of along that lines or if it would be something as far as like, um, I don't know that I'll ever get to like philanthropy studies because, well, you know, if God wants to bless me with the money to be able to just donate, then, you know. Yes, Lord, bless me with that. But days, okay, you might, <laughs> yeah. you might be like um, Ivy uh, McGregor, who's the director of um, of Parkwood. You know, mm-hmm. their philanthropic arm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know that I want to. I don't know that I want to go out and get the money, but I, if I have it, then I definitely wouldn't mind like donating it. So maybe Ooh. something along that lines, you know, like I said, if God blesses me with some extra coins, um, I definitely would want to like definitely donate um, to a lot of different causes or organizations. Um, so that's what I see. I don't know that it fits in, like I said, with the categories that Black Girls Rock has now, but I, you know, like I said, if it's in God's will for me to be able to get some extra coins and I can donate it and whatever, um, that's kind of along the lines of the type of award that I would want. And who I'm thanking, first and foremost, God, my husband, my parents, um, all my family and friends and everybody else that supported me. And to get to whatever, what I'm getting the award for, um, all those that, that supported me um, to be able to be in the position to get the award. Yeah. Yeah. Rihanna got one of the Black Girl Rock Awards. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, you know, for the work that she does, just for what she stands for as a Black girl that rocks, but also the work for her philanthropic arm, Carolina Foundation. So mm-hmm. um, it could be something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And make sure you thank Rashana, who's the director of. Yes, because yeah, if I if I did start like some type of foundation or something, I'm going to be calling the vocal action. Exactly, because vocal action. <laughs> yes. Putting it out there. Yes. Okay. So, last question, ladies. Um, as we wrap up this conversation about Black history, what is going to be our story mm. as the One Thousand Club? Did you come up with this on the spot or did you think this through? It sounds like it. (laughs) Did I what? I said you come up with this on the spot or you thought this through? No, I'm asking y'all, what's gonna be our legacy? What like what what do we want to what do we want black women as they are creating their stories to I thought about this as I made the post today Mm -hmm. um, on our page. So what 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 do we hope that black women and even black men, you know, Mm -hmm. just take from our podcast I know one of the things that I'm hoping that um people get from our podcast is that you know we're giving them real relevant raw uh discussions and insight 
on um, different topics and just also sharing our story and that we are uplifting and motivating, encouraging others in the sharing of our stories uh, and the sharing of our differences, sharing about our friendship and relationships. I'm hoping that people can connect to us and say, you know, I, you know, I've gone through that or I'm going through that and it can um, just let people know that they're not in this alone. Um, so that's what, what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it encourages, uplifts, inspires, motivates um, all of that. Yes. And I also f- hope that people feel um, called to action with some of the the topics that we do talk about. Um, whether that be like with Roshana sharing your story about, you know, um, alopecia and, you know, hopefully that inspires people to go to the doctor if they're noticing changes with their hair or in their body period, going to the doctor and making the necessary change that they need to with their health. Courtney, I hope you, you know, you sharing your kickboxing journey and other people, you know, being inspired to go out there and get physically active and then even being instructors themselves with, you know, all of us sharing our story about moving to a new city where we don't really know people. And I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing that, especially during COVID, it's so hard to get to know people and that they feel called to just jump out there and just, you know, go out there and download the app or, you know, do the solo date, whatever it is. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Thank you. Christina. I'm going to have to um, um, coin that. I'm going to have to coin that, that uh, real relevant and raw. Uh, (laughs) That was that, that was, that was, that was a quote, you know what I mean? Delivering you real relevant and raw. Yes. Yeah. I hope I I hope that um that we inspire um that we inspire, but we also give people like practical tools to be able to live their life on one thousand. Um so that is that is that is what that is what I hope. Yeah. I would say I hope that we do all of those things that you both have said, but also um, that we inspire women to black women to be themselves, to be um, comfortable, open, honest, and and trust themselves. That we inspire black girl joy and black girl magic um, and black girls rock. I hope that we inspire black women to, to love themselves, to give them themselves luxury, to allow themselves to be vulnerable, to be, to be happy, to be sad, to be all of those things that we are always told that we cannot be, or we have been told that we are not allowed to, to grow into being. So I hope, my hope is that we create the space for black women to be all of the things that we are destined, have been ordained to be, um, and that we are be unapologetic about it, be honest about it, be vulnerable about it, um, and be magical. Yeah. Yes. 
Thank you, ladies, for indulging my questions. Yes, a snap. Yes, you, you gave us some tough questions. I need to continue to think about some of these and journal yeah, I don't about know. This it. is Oprah in the midst, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I need to thank the Oprah because Gail is going to be on the stage thanks to Oprah, okay? Look, <laughs> Courtney going to be running up on the stage. I'm passing my award to her, like, <laughs> she's going to be like, it'd be like, um, like Taraji when um was it Davis? Was that Viola Davis that won the uh the Emmy that year and she was like ah. <laughs> uh, like those pictures like yes yes I I'm gonna continue to talk Oprah to say her name um this entire year because mm. she's my person mm. like <laughs> she's my person she's my person since I was young and mm. yeah, I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta figure out how, how to meet her. Mm. And I really just want to like sit at her feet and just like, listen mm-hmm. <laughs> and take a mm-hmm. bunch of like, um, you take off your shoes. Huh? To take off your shoes. No, I said sit at her feet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you want to be like super soul Sunday stay, like sit down. Yes. Yes. Drink some tea. Yes. 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 Like, you know, outside in her, in her grass and, you know, have her make me some food and like, yes. Okay. Yes. You want the full Oprah experience. Yes. I want to be like in the Oprah Winfrey close circle. Mm-hmm. Um, because just everything that she stands for and I know some people take issue um, but I feel like it's very hard to argue where the money resides mm-hmm. and where she invests her money I just don't see how there can be any questions about what it is she's doing and how she's moving Mm-hmm. That she understands her place in the movement mm-hmm. um, and how she gives back, the way that she gives back, how she tells stories. Um, yeah, that's just. Yes. That's actually a good segue into our next segment, which is her on 1000. And I want to actually do a twist to this. Um, You know, I think usually we would highlight someone else, but thinking about our last episode where we talk about self-love, if you haven't listened to it, you need to go back and listen to the other episode, but we talked about self-love and then we're talking about her story today. And then we talked about some of the things that we want to be able to leave behind our legacy. So for our Her on 1000, I want you to tell me what, thinking about yourself today, what are you celebrating yourself for today? What are you on 1000 for? I go first. And the reason I'm going first is I'm ready um, because this is the second day of Lent. And um, what I'm committing to, I am not doing a fast. Um, I am actually pouring into something that's going to make me closer to God. So my, my thing is I want to do one thing every day that brings me joy mm-hmm. and thank God for it. Um, so today I am celebrating the fact that I was able to eat a good portion of some barbecue lays. Uh, 
And I know that's not like philosophical or it's not like celebrating myself for being resilient or whatever, but um, being here at my mom's house affords me the opportunity to have all the sweets and treats and snacks that I deny myself when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to just unapologetically eat those barbecue lays um, mm. and really enjoy them. I love barbecue lays, okay? If anybody, I love barbecue chips, period. <laughs> like, <laughs> barbecue lays, especially. Um, I ate them right before I came on here and that brought me so much joy. And I just thank God for the opportunity to have those barbecue lays unapologetically. Yes, yes, barbecue lays. You want one thousand? <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, that scale about to be on a thousand, but that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. It brought you joy. Okay, and that's it what's did. most important. Joy. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what am I celebrating right now? I am celebrating. Okay, this is gonna sound cliche, but whatever. Fuck it. It is okay. I am celebrating me and just celebrating where I am every single day. Mm-hmm. So just whether it's like I woke up and got out of bed and made coffee and that's all I did, I'm celebrating that. Mm-hmm. Or if I got up and was able to go to kickboxing at 6 a.m. and made it through the day, I'm gonna celebrate that. Or if I ain't cuss my coworkers out, I'm gonna celebrate that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. A, 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 the co-workers also need to celebrate that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, but mm. I'm just celebrating every small win um mm. this year. Yeah, that's because you deny yourself that you never really celebrate the small things that you do every day that get you to the next step. So yes. I want to conscious effort to do that every day. Yes. I am celebrating. I am on 1000 because I have really been focusing on kind of self-correcting the things that I have been doing that uh, have not worked out well for me. Um, And that is physically, that's emotionally, financially, just in all the aspects of my life, just really reflecting on you know, what I'm doing that just does not make me feel great and what I need to change. And uh, so I'm celebrating and I'm on 1000 because I am acknowledging what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And I realize in order to be my best self that I have to confront the things that are not allowing me to be myself, my best self. And I have to correct those things. And um, it doesn't happen overnight. Change doesn't happen overnight. But just as you all said, just making those small steps, those small wins will get me to that point. Yeah. Love that. I love that. Um, I'm also, so I have two other things and then I'm going to get to the wrapping it up. I am celebrating the fact that my mustache stopped growing, y'all. Okay. I turned 30. <laughs> Wait. So you have to tell me, what did you do? <laughs> yes. Give us the practical tool. Yeah. 
face moisturizer that I was using. And I don't know if it was the combination of the Neutrogena and the Olay that was just like getting it on popping. But like my grandmother had one, <laughs> my mom has one. So I was like really nervous about that. I thought I was gonna have to get it waxed, but it kind of sold down. So I celebrate that. Hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's like I got a wax, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, so let me tell you like a real moment. So we were watching, my husband and I were watching um, my 600 pound life. And there was a lady on there. She has PCOS and she had like the full on beard. Right. And so she, one of the things that she was saying is like, one, I will not allow my husband to shave. Like I just can't bring myself. So my husband was like, um, he was mentioning it like, oh, do you have to do that? And I was like, you know, actually I do have hair that grows <laughs> under my chin because I've shared before I have PCOS. Now, thank God it's not like full-on beard mm -hmm. but I do have like hair that I gotta go in there and like yeah Jesus. <laughs> yes. so I would love to be able to get the hair to stop so laser hair removal is I'm gonna try oh, I'm scared to do laser hair removal I'm gonna try it like right on top yep. of the let us know <laughs> now because I can wear a mask because <laughs> I am scared but look like that is the thing look if there's any guys listening look it is very normal for a woman to have hair like her upper lip her chin like it's very normal so don't come for us and don't be talking about us either because we yeah. got some things that we can and, talk about okay <laughs> and on top of that and on top of that if you if you do have an issue right mm -hmm. um with your woman, she has, you know, a little stash growing or a little, you know, woman aired growing, then give her the money to have herself pampered for a full okay. facial and wax. Okay. Yeah. Like, that is it. Okay. Right. Like I am tired of men just having all of these issues and requirements and not coming to the table. Like it's, it's not an issue for me, but it was an issue for you. So you go and <laughs> you pay but you know, help me out. Help me, help me help you. Put your money, yes. your money. Put your money on the table, okay? Yeah. On the table. <laughs> um, and the last on 1000 that I wanted to share is while we're talking about Black history, history and all of that, I want to shout out my co-hosts for always being on 1000, for always inspiring me and everyone who is listening for the growth that I have seen you both go through in the past year. And just with starting this podcast, you ladies are amazing. Thank you for always showing up, not just for us as the 1000 Club, but for yourself as well. And just being awesome. Y'all rock, okay? Aw, thank you. Um, so with that, before we head out to our closing, we do want to shout out our winners. If y'all missed it, we had a giveaway, okay? We had a love on y'all, three days of love, three days of love giveaway. Yes. Yeah. Love on 1000. Love on 1000 giveaway. Um, so we had three winners. If you missed it, we had two ladies who won a um thousand dollars a child yeah <laughs> we wish, look, look we getting to that level okay <laughs> it was christy who said lord give her some extra cash to yes, let, let her brain on down that's <laughs> gonna be from her okay the rest of us <laughs> we had two ladies who won um fifty dollars and we had one lady who won a hundred dollars so shout out to um destiny who won fifty dollars um, shout, shout out to Destiny. Yes. yes, Destiny. Shout out to Natasha who won fifty dollars, and then shout, shout out to Natasha. Does she think she goes by Sasha? 
No, like Obama. Oh. No, her name is Natasha. No, but you know how you know how Sasha, her name is Natasha too. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering. Oh no, she's her name on her page, Natasha. Oh, okay. Shout out to Natasha. Shout out hey, to Natasha for fifty dollars, and then shout out to Latoya for coming in. Yeah. Shout out to Toy Toy. Yes. yes. Let me borrow a dollar. Okay. <laughs> not, me, not, not me. Not me borrow. Not, not me like, borrow. Not with this little giveaway asking for somebody. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, because wait. No, no, no. Because the real deal is Latoya won $101. So she did. She, she got an extra dollar. She got $101. <laughs> yes. Because when, you know, yeah. when we split the amount, like, you know, when we split the amount, there's like an extra dollar. Yeah, so it's like we oh, just okay. the extra yeah, dollars. yeah. So she won $101, $101 Dalmatians. Okay, let me get a spot, right? Well, shout out to to the three of those ladies. Yeah, always checking out our episodes, our 1000 Club podcast, checking out our Instagram, staying in tune with our new episodes and what we got going on. Shout out to y'all for winning and then being a part of the 1000 Club. We should, um, it was a scavenger hunt for those of y'all who may not have known. It was a scavenger mm-hmm. hunt based on our episodes. We should follow up with them and ask them like what they did with their, um, with their winning. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Put it on a to-do list. Um, with that, y'all, our next episode drops February 25th. February 25th. Okay. Wait, mm-hmm. February 25th? I think no, it, it dropped March 4th. No, the 11th. Mm-hmm. Drop next next week, March 11th. See, the 25th. No, this episode will be the 25th. Yeah, the 25th. She was right. But our next one drops March 11th. When they hear this, it'll be. The 25th. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. See, that's oh. why. <laughs> our next episode drops March 11th. Um, y'all check us out on Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We drop our new episodes every other Thursday, and you can listen and watch us. Okay, unlike some of the other podcasts, we doing it both. We doing it all. Y'all check us out. Okay, subscribe, like, comment, follow us. Drop us some comments about the episode, what you would like to see, what you yes. would like to talk about with the One Thousand Club. Um, and just stay connected. You know, check in with us. And tell us how you guys are doing. And with that, ladies, as we are wrapping up our Black History episode. Happy, happy Black History Month. Yes. Boom. I'm Black. 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 Y'all got to send that to me. What's that? You didn't see that? We got to find the video. It's, a movie. it's from the movie where he's like, I'm Blackity Black. I'm Black. <laughs> not ringing a bell oh child all right we out y'all Bye. <laughs>